Hey, I'm Luis. And I'm Luis. And you're listening to the Content is Profit podcast. We spent the last four years learning from the top marketers in the world. We were learning how to create the content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn more about how to turn content into profit, just go to contentisprofit.com. Oh, yeah. I want to know. You want to know? I want to know. Just go to contentisprofit.com. Now, guys, if you go now, what you're going to find is a super awesome website that we built with zero experience. So We we built it for actually like in 50 minutes. It was for a college talk. So they could could input their questions and then we could get back to them, you know, just just generating some, some leads. Yeah, and it's been working. So it does the job. Um, I think it can be better looking, so we're working on, on the design. But yeah. hey, so, Luania, tell me a little bit about what are we going to talk about today? Yes, definitely. So clearly, right now at the the moment that we're recording this episode, there's it feels like there's madness going on in the world, right? Um, there so is. there is going madness in the world. So we chose to look at the positives, and we work with content, and a lot of people have been present online. Uh, in the past few days for a very good reason. So we probably like two days ago had a really, really bad day for our business because we deal with a lot of small businesses that are in trouble right now because they had to close. And if you guys don't know what's going on, the coronavirus is going on. So uh, the state has mandated that we have to close a lot of the brick and mortars, right? I think yesterday the order was to uh, close down bars for bars, restaurants, bars, by restaurants. 5 p.m. And I mean, at 5 p.m. is when everybody's going out of their jobs and usually go into those places. Exactly. So, so, anyways, so because we work with a lot of small businesses, we had a couple of bad news. But guess what? The next day, if you guys have been following our Facebook lives, uh, we went on, and uh, uh, the next day, something awesome happened. And uh, you know, on after that, we've been preaching. You guys have to publish. Right now, more than ever. So yep. we're going to go, uh, we're going to deep dive in, in the next 25 minutes. And we're going to talk a little bit about why uh, Fonzie here actually has some information, really good information from our uncle, <laughs> Uncle G. Uncle G. <laughs> uncle yeah. G, Grant Cardone. And if you don't know who Grant Cardone is, I think, or uncle. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know who Grant Cardone is, I definitely encourage you to kind of check him out. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, it was, I think it was. Early last year, January last year, when we went for the first time to 10X conference. Yeah, that was amazing. And yeah, that was amazing. It was super eye-opening for us. If you have followed our journey on 45 Live, the, the little uh, live videos that we do on Facebook every day. Well, I stopped a few days ago since we got too busy again. <laughs> um, we, we actually told that story plenty of times, right? Where we went to this event and we learned the value of investing in ourselves. Yeah. And after that event, one of the consequences was that we went and we bought a bunch of books, right, of, of the, <laughs> all the speakers that were there. One of those being Grant Cardone, and we got his 10x book, was it? the How is it called exactly? The, the 10x, 10x rule. Yeah, 10x the, rule? the 10x rule is called. So we got the 10x rule. We devoured that book, actually. And I remember one specific story that he talks about right there. And it's actually a story of a recession that he lived through. And he was saying that everybody was getting scared. Everybody was, you know, kind of what's happening right now. Yeah. Kind of pulling back on their business, on their actions. But he decided to go all out. He, he said, this is the moment for me 
to actually make a change, right? To get top of mind awareness of the, the, the people that are looking for content, you know? Yeah. And, and that, I don't know why that stuck to my head. I was like, dude, this guy is relentless. Like, I think that's honestly, that's the word to describe him. I, I think uh, I, and I didn't read it. Like I was actually listening, right? Like uh, I'm a, I, I listen to books. I consume it that way. It's a lot easier for me anyways, but it was really interesting to, to listen uh, on his philosophy, right? When everybody was like shrinking, everybody was like saving their, their money, like doing this. He was actually on the offensive. He was attacking because he knew that at some point that situation was going to switch, that it was going to like completely change. And then he was going to be able to take advantage of, of that. So uh, that mindset that he was thinking so differently from other people at the time really caught my attention. And it's, it's funny now that we're actually living something uh, probably similar or, or maybe worse yeah. because it's worldwide, right? Um, a lot of people tend to focus on those negatives, right? Yeah, I, th I think is, you know, it comes down to mindset, like you were saying. And I think it is that scarcity mindset versus the that ab abundant mindset right yeah. he had that uh, that mindset where it's like okay we're in a recession right now but we're gonna get out of it eventually and when we get out of it and people have money to pay they're gonna look for who's that person that is top of mind awareness right yeah so he's like i need to get my message in front of everybody as much as i can because so as soon the market starts going up i'm gonna be the first person they're gonna think about And therefore, they're gonna we're gonna make business. Yeah. Right. So uh, I think you found some content, right? Like, what what are some things that that we need to keep in mind? And uh, again, we're gonna try to relate this the best we can to content because that's what we do. So, Fonzie, why don't you start with maybe the first item? So here I found a, an article actually by Grant Cardone where he gives five things to keep in mind during a recession, right? And Actually, a little parenthesis before we go into these five topics, I'm sorry, yeah. um, <laughs> is we if you are in the online community, business online community, you've noticed that pretty much everybody is preaching that this is a time to, you know, learn, uh, oh, yeah. use that time at your house to learn a skill, right? Like double down on what you're learning. And I personally, uh, some of them are preaching this is the moment where you can also sell, right? And that might sound a little bad just because I, we don't want it to sound like, hey, we're taking advantage of all these people being at home now with like some money to spend. Um, no, you know, they're not doing anything. Some people, unfortunately, they got, you know, fired from their jobs um, and they're looking for options, right? And an option right nowadays with the facility of the internet is, hey, I can create my own job, right? Like we yep. were there four years ago and look how it has turned <laughs> out, right? Yeah, so, I, I think an important point there too is like you got to know your audience, right? Like um, if, if your audience is somebody that's used to you uh, presenting offers, yep. uh, you know, there's a ton of people that we've seen that are adding a ton of value, that are creating a lot of solutions, right? And obviously, you know, there's a ton of work behind. So yep. um, I'm one of those that think that not everything has to be free. Because we, ha we have to put sweat and tear and invest in ourselves. But at the same time, those are opportunities. Now, if you're used to an audience that is not used to buying or, or you making offers, if you start right now, that's not probably not going to be perceived as a good thing. So just be careful. Know your audience. Know your messaging, right? If they're not used to receiving offers, what I would recommend is build a, a ton of value. Build a ton of rapport. 
Yep. So so whenever the, the the situation gets better, then you are in the position, top of mind, to present an offer at that point. But if your audience is used to receiving those offers, go ahead, give them some value, give them a lot of value, a ton of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, why... I know the reason, right? But explain to everybody else that's watching or listening right now, if you're listening on Spotify or any other platform, why, you know, like, why are so people, like, wh why are so many people, like, afraid of making offers, right? And why are other people, you know, willing to ask people for their money, right? Like, is there a reason why you see, like, why do they need to pay if they want to consume certain type of content? Yeah, I mean, the first thing is, like you said, with the offers, right? A lot of people are just scared because um, it, it's a form of selling, right? Like, it's, it's the main thing. Like, if you, you, you got to make an offer so you can sell something. And I don't think, um, I, I think there's a negative connotation around the world, the word sales, right? There has been some Big bad time. juju behind. Yeah. Uh, so people do, are not comfortable uh, presenting an offer and presenting an opportunity to, um, so people can buy from them. Yeah. And I I also think that on the on the side of the people that are actually selling, right? Like why why some people offer things for free and once why some people charge for it, right? And I think we learned this a little bit late in the game, but it was like the skin in the game part of it, right? Like if I give it as much value as, or, attention. or attention as we should have, right? But when I pay for something, whether it is $1 or $1,000, we are like, okay, we got to do this. Like, I'm going to give it some of my attention, right? And I, and I think it, it, it goes kind of hand in hand. Obviously, the more you spend, the more attention you're going to put into that product or yep. course, whatever you, you're purchasing. Um, So it's interesting, right? Because at this point, some people think like, oh, they're selling me. They're taking advantage of me. But the person that's selling them is like, hey, I know that if I give you this for free, you're probably not going to do anything with it. So I'm selling you. And, and I've seen a lot of people right now selling courses or programs that they usually sell for a lot more than what they're selling it right now. And it's because they understand the situation that is not as easy for everybody right now. Uh, but at the same time, they're, they are like, hey, you need to be willing to give your attention and put some skin in the game. So you still need to pay a little bit for it, right? So that's like a sensible topic. Totally um, agree. And I, I think we deviated from the five things to keep in <laughs> mind. But we, Uncle G. Yeah, we ended up in a, a different island, a different country completely. So <laughs> I'm going to share the first one here in the, in the article. And it Go says, ahead. operate with 10x levels of actions. Literally outwork everyone now as though you're about to enter the Great Depression of our lifetime. Yes. I mean, it kind of kind of well, seems like it, the Great Depression of our lifetime it, right it, now. It, it does seem like, I mean, if you if you kind of tune in into the news, which I recommend, do not do it. Just focus on your thing. Make sure that you're sharing your this time with your family. Make sure that you're sharing this time uh, or that you're investing in your time in a very smart way. So... Um, what about operating at 10x levels? What what does operating at 10x levels mean? To me, right, is take what you're doing right now, and I'm going to relate it to content, right? If you're publishing, you know, twice a week, do it 20, 20 times a week now, right? Do, do, does, it mean, does it mean actually publishing 20 times or setting your goals to 20? Because I remember, you, you know, when we read the book, I think that's what he says. It's like, 
set your goals to 20, right? Let's say I want to make a hundred grand a year, right? And he's 10x that goal. So then your efforts go accordance to that 10x and whether you fail short or not, you're going to succeed the, the previous goal. Exactly. You're going to like outperform what you were doing before you set that high goal, right? So um, you got to like set those goals so high, right? Uh, at least mentally and then measure accordingly right like don't don't go like okay i'm gonna publish you know a hundred times a week you know put a goal up there that it's high enough that it motivates you but at the same time it's achievable right so i'll give you an example for us right we had these five episodes of of the podcast that we pre-recorded in january and we for situations in our life and in our business we got you know some we got busy and that just got relegated in the in the list yeah and uh and we haven't published it yet so we decided to put a deadline and we like we're gonna do this live right and we're gonna follow the example of people that we admire and we're actually gonna do this three times a week yeah i'm, I'm gonna share a little story right here i this personally for me <laughs> it was actually a little bit embarrassing uh i think two weeks ago no three weeks ago now i think we went to Podfest. Right, it's a podcast conference in Orlando. It was our first time going there. We were like, "Hey, our target market is right here. All the podcasters. We need to go shake some hands." Uh, don't worry, we use Purell a lot. Uh, we need a, to, lot a lot of fist a lot bumps. Of fist bumps. <laughs> but we need to meet these people and and get in their heads, right? Like, see how they're thinking. Mm. So we started meeting people, and the one question that everybody would ask was, "Oh, so." What what is your podcast about, right? Like, have you guys, um, how many episodes are you in? And we were like, oh, we are five episodes in, but they're not published. They're not published. So it's like, oh, we don't really have a podcast, right? Like, if we have the episodes, we recorded them, we take action, right? But at the end, we don't we don't go through with it. It's like we don't actually have the podcast. So I was so freaking embarrassed every single time they would ask me because yeah. in my mind, I was like, Man, we're looking like like wimps over here. Like that, we, that, that was a good wake up call. It's a good wake up call because we are like we're preaching publishing, and at the at the moment we were doing the forty five live, but I was like, oh man, I'm like I feel like we're disappointing some serious people right now. <laughs> so you, you can see it. Uh, you can see it in their faces, right? They like they were so excited to share it with our fellow publisher. Yeah. And uh, as soon as we were like, yeah, we have recorded the episodes, but they're not online yet. And they're like, oh my god! And they they yeah. almost like kind of like turned around and walked away. Yeah, they, uh, they, they were supportive. <laughs> sometimes I'm not gonna lie, they were like, oh, don't worry about it. This is what's all about, you know, start publishing and putting it out there. So it it was pretty cool. Again. We've been publishing with our 45 lives. That was the strategy. Um, we call it the minimal Bible content. We're going to talk about it in a different episode. Yeah. So what we decided to do today, we actually took most of the day and we created a framework around um, what we can do right now, um, which is going from this macro, which is a podcast, to yep. a lot of micro assets in a way that we can actually perform and actually distribute so uh that's what we're doing today and that's why we're doing actually this live right and then you guys are going to start seeing some content coming out next week uh where we're testing like these frameworks right and it's it's going to be an evolving process uh we do it with some of our clients yep. we, but we needed an internal process for our for us to do it yeah so i'm going to circle back to that 10x right we did that workshop today where we were planning everything still minimum viable content for us at the point but using the 10x rule in mind right like hey 
we cannot set the bar down here. We got to set it up up here. So we fall somewhere in between when we're producing all this content and, you know, we get top of mind awareness. That's what we're going for, honestly. Yeah. All right. Number two. Number two, stop all spending except on those things that can increase income. Do not spend to consume. Spend only to increase income. Invest in yourself. Invest in yourself. That's very important. It's like do not spend money, right? But do invest. So and things that produce income. Like so in our case, right? This thing that we're putting out, this is content that's related to our business. We have a passion for this. We love talking about this. We love bringing people on as well. So yep. that's part of the strategy. You guys are going to see some people actually talking um, about these things. And uh, and that, there's a, co a cost to it, the, right? There, there is a cost to it. You know, there's a cost to operate and, and run this system. But at the same time, what the payoff of doing it and be consistent is going to happen because we proved it before with the 45 live. And again, we're going to, we're probably going to do a whole episode yeah. on just 45 live. Uh, but content is profit. So we're investing in our content, in our processes, in our team, so we can actually perform and get that, yeah. uh, that uh, those winnings. Yeah. yeah. And we, we've actually shared that story and I, I think I shared it. I don't know if it was at the beginning of the podcast or at the beginning of the live, <laughs> but it's yeah. when when we actually started investing in ourselves, right? That first event that we went, the 10x event, yeah, it was like a this noble effect. That's how you call it, this noble effect. It's noble. We were we invested literally like 50 bucks, and then we closed a few clients for a, a few thousand, and we were like, whoa! Like if we just learned this for 50 bucks and we were able to do this, what would happen if we invest in an event that is like 500 bucks. So we went to other events and we started investing ourselves relationship wise, you know, who we, who we learning from. And honestly, the, the results were exponential, right? And I would like to add something to that. Yeah, yeah, go uh, ahead. My recommendation is I don't go too crazy, right? With a ton of yeah, stuff yeah. that you're investing is investing like one thing and then execute on that one thing. Because along the journey, we saw a lot of people that were actually, you know, part of these programs, part of this community, part of these like masterminds. Yep. But at the same time, we're not getting results. And maybe, maybe, maybe my sixth sense kind of says that is because they were not executing correctly. So we made a decision. We're going to follow actually, you know, two to three people. We're going to execute. We're going to get results. And then we're going to move on and see what's next after that. So, yeah, no, I, I agree 100 percent. I mean, don't be reckless with the investments, you know, see, you know, maybe invest in learning a skill that can be a skill that you can monetize. Right. We've heard people like Dan Locke talk about that. Um, high income skills like copywriting, for example. Yeah. Um, so inv either invest on those or if you already have a business, maybe invest in how, how can you market it, right? Yeah. Um, what a great opportunity, right? We have, we're locked in in our offices well, right now in our office or in yeah. your house. Um, and, and it's a great time. You have time. Like that's a, that's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful we, thing. we tend to complain that we don't have time to do anything. Right now you do. So invest in something that you're passionate about and if you do own a business, what's that thing that's going to take your business to the next level when this is over? So how can you relate this to to content? Like, how will you apply this to content? So, I mean, for us personally, we are investing actually in in certain pieces of our team, right? Because we need help in the fulfillment side. Yep. So we can have more time to dedicate to this, what we're doing right now. I mean, right now is 7 p.m. Eastern time, probably more 
8 p.m. Oh, 8 p.m. <laughs> Eastern time. And and we're recording this, right? We Honestly, we probably would have preferred to record it earlier, but we were busy fulfilling. So how does the investment look for us as a team, as Biz Bros, is going to find other people, right, that can do certain tasks on our fulfillment and and help us give us more time to do this, double down and get that top mind of awareness, baby. Which is what we love. <laughs> All right, number three. Number three, keep your firewood dry and add to it. Accumulate cash, wood for your fire at all costs and spend nothing. Prepare to invest when real assets get cheaper. Prepare to steal when the market capitulates. Sorry for the accent. Build your fire so big others stare in amazement. Love it. Well, I, I love it. I mean, this is exactly what we want to do with the content, right? And I, and I think a lot of people are doing this, right? A lot of people that we know that are in this field have been pouring themselves out there with their message, with what they want to say. We, we actually had a, an, on, uh, an onboarding call yesterday with um, a couple of clients that they're in the yeah. MLM market. And it was funny because as soon as we jumped on the call, I'm like, hey, guys, how are you doing? How's the family? Are you guys safe? Um, and this is not a, a, a cheap investment in, in what they want to do with their content, right? It's um, And they're pretty excited about it. And when they were talking to me, yeah. they were like, look, Luis, like, we look at this as an opportunity. We would like, this is the time to double down. And they were, they're not publishing at all. And they have a great project that we're going to be joining in um, and helping them out with. But they're like, they, they, they turned the situation, like the first point that we were explaining earlier, and they saw the yeah. opportunity and like, this is the time to double down. This is the time to stack the wood that Uncle G is talking about. Yeah, I mean, I also see it as, I think this one, my personal view, I think this one is more for not investing on the high income skills that maybe we were talking about, right? Because I'm I'm reading here that he's like prepared to when real assets get cheaper, right? And yeah. we know Uncle G, he's all about real estate too, right? And we know, um, I also read actually about Warren Buffett that he, when recessions come, he prepares so he can buy a bunch of assets. So when they're on their way up, he can sell them and obviously make capitalize, a, on them. capitalize on them. So I think me from a personal standpoint, I think that's what Uncle G is talking about. But we like to relate everything back to content. Yeah. Look, I mean, look at this, right? How can you create assets with your content? How can you create those assets that later on can can create some yep. profit or you can or you can add them to your program? So um, one strategy that comes to mind is you can jump on on different calls with people from your own market, collaborate, right? You can do these lives, record them, right? Keep them in there because then you're going to have 30 days, you know, 15 days, whatever it is in your house where you're going to be collaborating with different people. And you don't, this can happen anytime. It doesn't have to be a crazy moment like that, what we're living right now, but then you can package those videos and then that's an amazing product for your dream client so that's one side of how can you stack that wood and how can you create that opportunity for later on you can capitalize on it yeah and i i don't remember who said it exactly i would like to give credit i'm sorry um but they mentioned that actually like videos is kind of like the real state of the internet right yep. you are putting your little mark and the more you publish you know the more space you're occupying in the internet and the more people are going to be able to find you. Obviously there's a way to do it. There's a, you know, is the 
work smarter, not harder, right? Yeah. Um, but it's, it's about that. So invest right now for us is our time on creating this amount of content so we can capitalize and get more of that real state of the internet. So when people are looking for repurpose my content or I have a podcast and I want to, you know, put my message out there for everybody who's going to show first, top of mind awareness, who is it? Who is it? The Beast Bros. The Beast Bros. <laughs> and uh, not just that, right? Not just like that real estate, but also we're testing frameworks. So you guys, this is one of the main keys for, for content and publishing. You guys got to test. You guys got to see what works for you. You guys got to see what the flow is. Um, you're going to go around and you're going to see a ton of people. You know, we can talk about uh, Peng Joon, uh, Russell Branson, Steve Larson. Everybody has their own frameworks that work together with their company and their staff. Um, to, to explode their content, and right? A lot of people are learning from this, and what we found is like, as soon as we started looking at these amazing people and amazing marketers, right? And uh, they're kind of going through uh, these teaching moments. We're also learning a ton of frameworks, but then we grabbed little pieces of each one of them and then apply it to our own yep. to something that works. And that was exactly what we we're doing today. So ours doesn't look exactly, right? Like Russell Brown, it doesn't look exactly like Steve Larson, but it has probably pieces from what they do. Yeah, I mean, I, lo I, I think a lot of people are afraid to put content out there sometimes because they're like, well, but that is not mine. You know, I didn't discover that. And uh, if you're going to wait to discover something, you're probably never going to publish, right? Um, that was actually a big fear that I had. I was like, oh, but I'm going to start talking about something that somebody else already talked. Yeah, that's, that's totally fine, but you can add to it, right? Yeah. And I actually remember an episode of Marketing Secrets with Russell Brunson and he was talking about, I think he called it the podcast aggregator. And I think that's kind of what we're doing right now. And it was exactly that, what you're saying. He said, look, sometimes I, I consume certain pieces of content that I learn from. And then I ask myself, how can I make this better? Or how can I make this fit my audience? And then he grabbed those other pieces of knowledge that he knows that he possesses, and he adds them to that main piece of content that he's using as a base. Yeah. Therefore, when he puts that content out there, it's a totally original piece of content of masterpiece of Russell Brunson, right? And that's what we're doing here, right? Because nobody, nobody learns anything from scratch, right? And we can go in a whole different, you know, and a that that that's another topic of its own. I think the the people that call themselves like self made, um, <laughs> but. You, you learn everything from someone, right? It doesn't matter who it is, whether you go to school or you decide to look it up on, on Google, you learn it from someone. But then the idea is use that other part of your knowledge, add to it a little pieces, make it more valuable for your audience, the people that you want to talk to, and put it out there and share it. So I Love actually I, I invite you to do that, you know? Love it. So uh, we're running out of time. Ooh. So uh, how can how can people apply this today and we we've mentioned a couple things right but wait but we got we got two left though we got two left yeah should we go like speedy speedy gonzalez speedy gonzalez let's go all right number four four do whatever it takes to increase income take on other income opportunities to increase your monthly income and save it all except to invest in yourself so again i, I think that that refers a little bit to number one which is 10x your actions pretty much um i mean gonna be honest as a business you're not gonna make money if you don't sell so that's probably that's activity it. number one <laughs> that you should focus on. Yeah, we went, we went through that experience, right? We got to a point where 
um, because we were in focus, we were focusing too much on the product side and we weren't yeah. focusing at all on the growth side. Right. And then one or two clients cancel and you're like, Oh my gosh, like that's it. Like we're, we're over. Right. So yeah. always keep that in mind. How can you be in the offensive? Right. And again, to like nowadays, it, especially today with this whole thing happening, what's, what's the angle? How can I provide that value? So yeah. that, so I can retain my customers so I can, so I can be indispensable for them, right? Yeah, I like to call it the the freelancer effect. The freelancer, and we effect. were stuck in the freelancer effect for about three years. And the freelancer effect is just that: is hey, let me find one client. I feel pretty comfortable working with them. I'm just doing. I I forget about selling, about growing the business. I'm just doing work, and then eventually, when that client cancels, you're like, oh. I need to go find another client and and you get desperate. You finally find another client. And since you're desperate, you probably don't get the best deal that you can have. And you're like, okay, yeah, I'll do work for you. And then you stop selling again and you go back to fulfilling. And now you're not a business. A little you bit of a, a vicious circle there. Yeah, yeah, it's a vicious circle. It is. All right. Number five. Number five, learn how think rather than why think and act like an entrepreneur. That means sales, marketing, negotiation, follow up and branding i mean all those are income generating activities right yeah so. and, and again going back going back to your uh, content production right like you don't have to be calling people you know uh in in this crazy moment right you can be present in their lives uh it has never been easier to be present in yeah. somebody's lives through social media and the content that you publish consistently, right? And if you are providing a ton of value, if you're providing information, you're providing a, an amazing experience, right? Yeah. That's the way that you get to the frictionless sales. So I want to tell like a quick story. There's actually two studios, uh, two fitness studios here. One, right, is a very local. I think they have like one or two locations. They started growing in the last like couple months. And uh, those are one of the, that. That's one of the businesses that had to close. And it was fun because yesterday, before I'm I'm going online, I I see a post of one of the owners, and they came up with a wonderful solution for their membership, right? And it might not be like social media content, but they're communicating they're communicating through social media. And what they did is that they created these Zoom rooms for about a hundred people, right? And they're sharing that link with all their members. So if you are a member of that gym, you get access to it, and they every day. A coach will come online and will teach an online class live while people like tune into the Zoom call and do their workouts at home. So I thought that was a wonderful opportunity because before this happened, they were like they were so fixated like in their like local gym in like in in location brick and mortar right they were playing with uh with a nap opportunity but this thing sped up that process and they had to launch that opportunity to their members and guess what they had that room full of people the zoom room it was completely packed and people loved it right so that's still a type of content right they are part of a community they're part of a membership and you are finding solutions so how can you find a solution for your audience and make sure that you communicate with them yeah i mean it we need to adapt, I think, and that's what that gym did, right? Yeah. They adapt. They adapted to the situation. They said, okay, well, this, we can either take it pretty negative and just close our doors and tell everybody to come back in two weeks, and and that's it, right? And just be reactive, but they decided to be proactive, take the initiative, and, I mean, it sounds like they came up with an amazing, an amazing solution. I yeah, think, an amazing I think, solution. I think people now are gonna like want to do that now. <laughs> They're yeah. like, forget about the brick and mortar. I'm just gonna stay home and work out. Yeah, if you're a gym, <laughs> let us know and we'll connect you with them. Yeah, hundred percent. So, uh, just to wrap it up here, real quick, right? A couple of action points. 
uh, that we want to share with you. If you guys have not published because you guys are so busy uh, with the day-to-day, -day, we totally understand. But take five minutes of your day, right? T take five minutes, go online, talk to your audience, ask them what they need, ask them what, how can you help, right? Whatever your business is, I'm sure that your audience needs some kind of information yeah. or help. I'm going to interrupt there real quick. Sorry. Um, yeah, just adding to that what you just said, we we call it content conversations. And that is, we, we, we've been preaching that for the last like month or two, um, content conversations, right? We had um, one post where we were helping five entrepreneurs with their content frameworks. We still need to send those to them. Um, but we, we discover, right, that people are just like, hey, I want to have big reach. I want to reach a lot of people and a lot of people to get my message. But it's like, okay, but are you having those meaningful conversations that are allowing you to know what your customer wants? Because at the end of the day, you're solving a problem for them. So the solution, like you are probably not your dream customer, right? Your dream customer is out there. You need to talk to them, create those conversations. So produce the content, create the conversations and it's just gonna see, get better see, for you. See, yeah. see what it takes you, right? We uh we definitely need to share this uh this episode with um, the forty five live because that's the living proof of what happened, and we can't wait to share those results with you yeah. guys. Now, uh, again, think about ways that you can add value that kind of adds up to the start publishing. Um, this is a long term play, right? We don't know how long this is gonna last. Um, so, patience, be consistent. Yeah. Uh, understand that quick results might not come, might not come, but you're adding that report and you're building that report with your with your clients and your dream customers. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so challenge, challenge for the listeners, challenge for people that are online, challenge for people that are listening right now, um, in any platform. Challenge is publish five days in a row. I would recommend video. Yeah, go live. Definitely video. Is it gonna be awkward at first? Yes, one hundred percent. Um, it still is awkward sometimes. Very. So just, but you gotta, you gotta push through it, right? Again, we gotta push adapt. Through. And part of the adaptation process is being awkward. It is as simple as that. So five days in a row, tag us, tag either tag us the Biz Bros. Biz Bros Co. Or Luis, Luis D. Camejo or Luis Camejo V on Instagram. And let us know. Like we, we want to see the videos and we want to have that conversation, content conversation with yeah. you. And then lastly, if you guys have any questions, we are happy to help you guys out through this moment and any moment really um, in anything related with content. So if you have any questions, you can put them in the comments here below or you can go to contentisprofit.com. Drop us a question. That's it. Is There's no tricks, no nothing. Uh, if it's like super crazy, we're going to send you a video or we might even jump on a call with you and, and help you out through this. So we're, yep. we're happy to provide any solutions and resources, um, because we know that this is not easy for a ton of people, but it's so necessary right now. Your dream client needs you, your dream audience needs your information and needs you. Yeah, that's right. I mean, if you truly believe that what you're in business for and the solution that you're offering is of value. You need to put yourself out there and share it with your dream customers. Because yep. um, if not, you're just doing a disservice to them. So, you know, share the information. Go to Facebook. Follow our Facebook page, Biz Bros. When the episodes are going live, just follow us on Spotify, every platform, and go to contestprofit.com and drop your questions. All right, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you for tuning in. We love you. See you later. All right.